You're listening to the Short Shift Podcast, proud member of the Black and Gold Podcast Network. You can support the show by leaving a comment and five-star rating on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Player FM, Google Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Cynically acclaimed, incredibly online. And now your hosts, Thomas Nystrom, Andrew Johnson, and Ian Bonner. Enjoy the show. Folks, another episode of the Short Shift Podcast. We were convinced that we were going to have two sweeps in the conference championships and be able to record days ago, but the stars made it interesting. You know who didn't make it interesting? <laughs> I'm going to let you tell us. I'm going to let you Kane's fans, you fucking wanted to be the Whalers so goddamn bad. Congratulations. You just got fucking swept in the conference finals. You're the fucking whalers. Do you know? Yeah. yeah wait, I'll wait for the music. Hold on. No, do it. Hold on. Oh, the music's saying. <laughs> you got two minutes. Keep going. Keep going. The Canes are 0 and 12 in their last East, uh, last 12 Eastern Conference Finals games. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Did you call them the Canes? So they're not. They're not the fucking whalers. <laughs> Uh, Can you imagine? You've gone to three Eastern Conference Finals, and every time you got swept. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, it's about as close as a sweep as you can get. Everything by one goal, multiple overtime. Let's talk about Rod Brindamore's comment on that, dude. Oh, I forgot about this actually. <laughs> Rod uh, Brindamore, aka Rob Bitchamore. Yeah, you sopping. I won't say it. It's I got bleeped out for calling him the C word last year. <laughs> it's still fucking true. This man had the had the balls, the temerity to go in front of an assorted party of media members and tell them to their face right after their team just got his team just got swept in the Eastern Conference Finals. Fortunate that, part of this is he's going to look back and everyone's going to say he got swept. And that's not what happened. No, it's not. Oh, you watched the game, Rod? Right? Oh, we're, we're in the game. Rod, you watched the game. Are you sure about that? Games. We, we got beat, but it's. Ah, uh, but know. you didn't lose. You just got you beat right lose. there. This could have went you the other way. And it could have been four games the other way. Dick. And tonight. It could have four games the other way. It could have been four games the other way, guys. Are you sure about that? <laughs> Are you sure about that? <laughs> guess, oh what, guess, what they, guess what they don't score. Almost. They don't. The dope. Look, I have said Rob Brindamore is a good coach. I think we all agree that he is a good Two coach. Two things can be true. He's a Two good coach. He fucking whines like crazy. And to say, I mean, that kind of hurts Kane's fans more, doesn't it? Like, if you were a fan and Monty said, like the way Monty's last interview, last interview before, like the actual exit interviews happened. Yeah, and he like said that. some shit and all of us were like, what the f- Fuck. Mm-hmm. If I was a Canes fan, I'd be sitting there like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You, Rod Brendamore, f- the thing that makes me so mad about him, you guys remember how he played? Mm-hmm. Tenacity. His, his 
style of coaching, his personality as a coach, maybe not his style of coaching like X's and O's, but his style of coaching is such the antithesis of what he yeah. was as a player. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. It's unbelievable and it's maddening. It's maddening. Watching that guy who, shout out to Burstin Bloom on the Discord, said he looks like a fucking magician with his one gray streak popping out from the front of his head. Um, watching that man screaming at every available opportunity to try to gain some kind of edge. You're overdoing it, man. And your reputation is starting to precede you. Yep. And this press conference? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. It's bad. And it's, it's bad. and it's it's starting to become like how far can Rod Brendamore take the take the canes? Like honestly. It has to though, but it has to become that because he's gotten swept in three straight Eastern Conference Finals because he's yeah. been the coach for no, every no, 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 Ian, no, he hasn't because he didn't get swept in this one. This <laughs> <laughs> is actually just we're just gonna shit on a bunch of other teams for this podcast. That's all we're gonna do. God, uh, stupid fucking bitch. He's such a bitch. He yeah. Sucks. Hey, get, get this sort of segue into so Canes get swept because. That's what happened. Canes get swept. <laughs> and immediately, this storyline of Marner to the Canes erupts, right? This whole, like, it makes too much sense, all of this stuff. And I'm seeing all of these deals from all of these fans that are unhinged. They're amazing. <laughs> and these teams be like, they're going to trade Aho for Marner plus a first. And you're like, what? I wouldn't trade Aho for Marner one for one. First of all, second of all, no, man, Toronto's going through it right now, though. Toronto has the fan base. This isn't all of them, but there's a huge, huge amount of them that are like, we don't have to trade Marner. The Canes need Marner. The Canes have gone farther than you in every playoffs <laughs> of the past, like five fucking years. What do you mean? Including this one, because remember, they need to get swept. <laughs> what do you mean that they need Marner and you don't need to trade him? <laughs> Just the um, um, unbelievable stuff that comes out after season's end is incredible. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason I don't jump into Bruins Reddit and Bruins Twitter directly after our season ends. Because oh, 100%. our fan base does it too. It's so, Everybody does so it. much cope. It's so oh, much cope. Yeah. So much cope. Just snoring uh, all the cope. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> Blowing lines of cope. <laughs> <laughs> there's, your, there, there's your episode title. <laughs> That's exactly... That's exactly. It. Thank you, Andrew. That is actually the title. Ugh, didn't get swept. Fuck you. Oh my god. Thank you, Thomas, for having what that ready douche. to go. What a douche. Oh my uh, god. Um, are we? Are we? How do we feel about what the finals is now that we're staring down uh, Panthers and Vegas? Go asteroid. Yep. Great for the sport. Great for the sport. Yep. yep. I guess. Fuck them though. Fuck them. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a good oh. series. I do really think it's going to be a fun it series. It's got to be better than the, the conference finals. It's got to be. <laughs> Those Pan Panthers were on fire, and now they've been sitting around for two weeks. Almost. God damn. Yeah. It doesn't start till Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Those two teams are going to fucking hate each other mm -hmm. four minutes into the first period of game one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a perfect prop bet. When's the first fucking fight? Oh one. yeah, the first period of game one. Yeah, it, has to, it has to be within the first ten minutes. Yeah, right. It's going to be so chippy and so because you got a lot of dudes who have never been there before. You also have a lot of nerves, man. You're also going to have Cassidy and Maurice fucking biting at each other. 
Yeah. Now, what happens media. if Bob steals a, a Stanley Cup from Cassidy? Because Bob looks ready to steal a cup. Bob can steal the cup. I'm fine if Bob steals the cup. I'm actually rooting for the Panthers in this series. I Genuinely yeah. rooting. I mean, for yeah, it. it's honestly it's punch in the face versus kick in the dick. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'd Panthers rather take the punch, punch in the, the face. face. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. And it's not a, it's not about Cassidy. It's not about Cassidy. No, it's about Vegas. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, yeah. People need to be clear about that. It's but Vegas. I cannot have Bobrovsky win a con Smythe. I can't live with it. I can't live with it. Why? I just, I can't fucking live with it. it. That guy has sucked for years. We have me and me and knuckle puck have like this inside joke about him that I cannot repeat on this podcast. But (laughs) no, it's really not okay. So we're just going to leave it out of the (laughs) pod, but we've been making fun of this guy for half a decade. I am not about to watch him win a con Smythe, especially because everyone's going to be like, Bob, Bob, Bob. The first round, he was horseshit. Yep. The only reason they even made it through the first round is because of Kachuk and our defense <laughs> passing pucks to them. Yes. Different conversation. I can't have him win a Conn Smythe. Can't do it. Um, if he wins a Conn Smythe... I just said you know, he can't. No, if he does, <laughs> but if he does, you know what the narrative is going to be, right? Worth every penny of that $10 Worth million dollar a year. Every contract. penny. And <laughs> nope. No, yeah, absolutely it, goddamn not. Yeah, fuck off. Yes, it million, is. What are you talking about? Yeah. $10 million a year for seven years for one hot playoff is rough, but. But if he wins the Stanley Cup, he doesn't even need the fucking Con Smythe. Yeah. If, if he, he wins the Stanley Cup, the Panthers have never won a Stanley Cup. Yeah. I mean, we it's worth about it. This it doesn't matter what the contract is. Yeah. It's it could be twenty million. It's yeah. worth it. We've we've talked about it in terms of the Bruins, like earlier this season. Mm-hmm. Sell out for a cup, and I'm fine. Be shitty the next year or the next four. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see if that comes to fruition. Yeah, it would be worth it. That yeah, that yeah. contract would be so. I worth don't. It. I don't. If he backstops you to a cup, that's so worth it. I can't. I can't. If he wins the Con Smythe in what three more years, that contract's over two more years, maybe three I more years. He signed, it, he signed it in like 2018 or 2019, somewhere yeah. around that range. Yeah, we have to all fly down for the uh, the banner raising because his number will be retired. <laughs> that night. Wait, do, no do, do the Panthers have any numbers retired? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. That's Would it be something but Brofsky is his first number retired? <laughs> I don't know, actually. I, I just want to, if, if if the situation was reversed and we signed a goalie to $10 million a year and then we won the cup with him, you would say worth it. Uh, for the record, they do have two retired numbers. Mm-hmm. Neither of them are for players. They have 93 for Bill Torrey, the president of the team, mm-hmm. uh, when, they, when they got going. Uh, and 37... Not for Patrice, but for Wayne Heisinga, which is fucking embarrassing. <laughs> That's, oh my god, yikes! Fuck Wayne. Wayne um, Wayne did used to own the Panthers along yep. with the Marlins, right? Yeah, yep. okay. Yep. Owners yeah. should not have retired numbers. Yeah, yeah no, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's honestly that's... no one but players should have retired numbers, yeah. in my yeah. opinion. But hey, yeah. that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Well, when thirty-seven is retired throughout the league, <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine? 
gonna go out on a limb here and say that's not gonna happen but it should it should absolutely <laughs> uh is there any player in this series that you're actually like yeah i i want good things to happen to you no no <laughs> maybe bob no definitely not bob definitely uh, not bob i think i think if if it happens for bob it's it's funny enough that I want to root for it. The memes, yep, yep. Yeah. Do it for the do it for the bit. Do it yeah. for the bit. My memes have never run out from Bob being bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I was totally you're, content. Ian, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna enter the urinating tree hall of dead memes if Bob wins a cup. Yes, oh. I will. I absolutely will. I'm gonna be so sad. I want it's him to so win. So salty. Cup. I just he can't win the cup, so I, he can't do it. I'm, trying to think, the, I'm legitimately trying to think of a player who I would be happy for. Not Sam Kessel. Huh? <laughs> oh, Kessel, Phil getting a fourth, third. Is it third? It's third. third. That's third. yeah. That's right. Two with the pens. Yeah, no, that would be his third, and he's not even playing. No, Cassidy he's not. Benched him. Still hasn't come back in. Cassidy oh, well. benched him, which nobody cares about because it's not during the regular season. <laughs> I wonder why Cassie could never bench veterans on RT. I'm kidding. I'm not go there. <laughs> if Vegas wins, I'm happy for Cassidy. I don't buy into all this bullshit of like the players were the 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 Bruins needed to make a change. That's so clear. That's so yes. clear. But I would be happy for Cassidy. Yep. Cassie's uh, a great coach. He just met a shelf life, and that's okay. God, who else are us on these fucking teams that I'd even be Alex Lyon and nobody else. That's the only person I'll be happy for. Alex went to Quinnipiac, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Wait, what about Aiden Hill? Yeah. What about him? I mean, that's kind of a... He started the year as like their fifth string goalie. <laughs> that would be kind of, you know? Huh? I don't know. I, I can't. I don't know. I've ever Did Nolan Patrick get his name on the cup? <laughs> Oof. That guy's whoa, going whoa, through whoa. something rough. Oh my god! How many games did he play this year? Zero, and he might never play again. Okay, never mind. Then he probably he doesn't get his name on the cup. Whoops. <laughs> uh, that's sad. I feel bad for that guy. That sucks. It was like a migraine disorder or something. That's what we were told. Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. Three three years ago. God, how long has he been in the league? Number two pick. That's brutal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! I just realized that Riley Sm Smith might win a fucking cup. Oh, I have nothing no against good, Riley Smith. No good things are really going to happen from this. No, no, it's I'm fine. excited to watch it, but like it, we're we're trying, like we're trying, yeah. we're trying, we're trying to be you know nice, um, fuck them, but yeah. yeah. To, but also to come 58 seconds away from beating the team that wins the cup, like that's what I'd prefer, but still. Yeah. Ouchie. Punch in the face versus kicking the dick. Like, come yeah. on. It's just it just hurts though. It yeah. would be pretty sweet if they sweep this though. And then only Toronto took one game from them in that series. And other than that, we're the only other team to beat. <laughs> we were the toughest test. You want to talk about coping? Yeah. Yeah. That would be that would be some pretty hard copium right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's bounce around real quick on hmm. the subject of people winning things and feeling good or otherwise. Uh, Lusik wins gold. Lusik. Lusik. <laughs> Are you okay, <laughs> buddy? Did you have a stroke? Yeah. Lucic. <laughs> no, I like Lusik. We're going to keep that. I know. It made me feel Lusik. Um, <laughs> Very nice. Luch, Very good. If Luch wins gold, or Luch wins gold, how do you feel? I feel nothing. Yeah. I was hoping you would jump into what you had in your in your note here, but 
Yeah. Oh, okay. I you feel want to nothing. Start this whole thing again. Yeah, let's do that again. All right. should, yeah. Take again. Take again. Take again. Jesus. Luckick. Um. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> now you have to keep all of it. <laughs> uh, so Milan Lucic mm-hmm. wins gold. Andrew, I know you have thoughts. Just give it to me. So begins the yearly tradition of why don't we sign Milan Lucic if we're going for the last dance? Fuck you! (laughs) No. No. Stop it. Get some help. Was he a passenger on this gold medal team? He existed. Mm -hmm. He was Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where did he play? What? He played on the top line. <laughs> he played on the top line for this goal. <laughs> yeah. That's my only rebuttal. And, and obviously, you know, my stance was uh, I didn't want him back three, four years ago, let alone, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but but uh, just just to give you some sort of rebuttal on that. Mm. He had a pretty good tournament. Uh, that's it. That's as far as I'm going to go. We have. We have one guy, <laughs> we call him Beans, mm. <laughs> who uh, is in the Discord, mm. uh, and he really wants Luigi back, uh, strictly because him and Andrew just hate each other, and it's incredible. Yeah. They just fight about everything, and so he just wants him back on League Min just to dunk on Andrew. Yeah. And I gotta be honest, I respect I res- it. I respect, I respect that it. kind of fire. I respect it. <laughs> I no, absolutely he, respect it. We can't even spend league men on a guy that we don't think is useful to the team right now. That's how up against the cap we are. Yeah. Just, just what's the harm in giving him 750K? You're taking a roster spot from somebody who's who might be who might be national hockey league level as opposed to we know Lucic is pretty close on the precipice of not being national hockey league level yeah the argument for lucic as done by our favorite boston hockey now columnists hags and murph mm-hmm. fuck them but favorite fa- yes favorite <laughs> said that <laughs> this is how this is how hags uh hags uh worded it and i swear to you i saw god like <laughs> wow that good huh yep <laughs> he goes Lucic was a key contributor on a bottom six Calgary Flames team that almost made the playoffs. Wow. Wow. That's 19 so points in 77 games and a minus 13. <laughs> That's some copium, right? There. Yeah. I think everybody just wants to be able to pull those uh, those T-shirts or old jerseys out of their uh, their cabinets. Oh, the old Sully's? Yeah. Do you know what genuinely is bothering me about all this? Other than the people, like obviously this is the actual people who do really want him back, which I don't really get. Other the people than who want him Lachuch. Yeah, it's the people that are <laughs> the people that are actually rewriting history and saying that Lucic was never good. Yeah. And that blows my mind too. Yeah. I'm like, okay, if you're a really, really young Bruins fan, fine. Mm-hmm. You never got to watch him play. That that dude was a fucking stud for years. Peak Lucic was terrifying. Ask Mike Van Ryan about that. Seriously. Like, this guy was unbelievable. If you saw him after he fell off the cliff, sure, you can kind of make that argument. But it's not like 
the stats, the history, the tape isn't out there. Like the dude mm -hmm. was an absolute monster and that's what everybody was always in love with. And that's why he'll be a, considered a Boston legend when everything's said and done. Like, mm -hmm. you know, he's going to come back and be a, a banner waver and he'll probably be on Nesson and all that shit. Like he's going to be brought back around at some point because he is beloved, but there's no reason to bring him back as a player. Thomas, I would kill to listen to Milan Lucic as a studio analyst for Nesson. Yeah. He could literally be Nesson's fucking bisonette. Could, yeah. could we, um, if we, if we do that, do we have like a sensor button on the desk? No. <laughs> just, oh, I all have, right. We're just going to let have, him go. I have no right to censor anybody. I say the fucking F word as much as possible on this podcast. Well, that's a you problem. I don't fucking yes. swear. So yeah. Look, I can't swear on my kid. The second I get around you two assholes, I'm just like, I can do whatever I want to do now. I can mm -hmm. let it go. Mm -hmm. It's like a hose. You're kicking the hose. Do not talk about your hose, Thomas. Yeah, I'm we unleash Thomas's hose. And then, yes, and then I just let it rip all over you guys. I, okay. Next topic. I, I had it. to have that last little I bit. It. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, speaking of a kinked hose, Kyle Dubas. <laughs> speaking <laughs> of a kinked hose, I did what hear that fucking storyline. This has been for a couple of weeks now. Uh, Ian, why don't you take this one? Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't even want to make a comment. Ian, you just go. So, I, well, here, this is the timeline, right? <laughs> the Leafs lose. There's an exit interview for Dubas. He says some dumb shit. Goes to Shanahan. Says, I want more money. Shanahan goes, fuck off. And then the job that was leaked out there three and a half months ago for the Penguins is suddenly Dubas's like a week and a half later. Like, is that basically? He got a promotion. He's not GM. He's no. president of Hockey Ops. Which is actually probably where you want him. Mm -hmm. I like him as a GM. I didn't think he was terrible, but he could have done a little better on some of his trades. He could have done a little better on some of his negotiations, too. Yeah, but a guy who takes a great, like, does a great job when it comes to paying attention to analytics and uh, is someone who can stay the course under some rocky terrain. Like, I think he's good at what he does. I think we knew three months ago that he was going to end up with the Penguins and then yeah. all this drama happened for no reason because it's Leafland. Yeah. It felt like, it seemed like, there are some conflicting reports about this, but I, I generally believe that not only did Dubis ask for more money, Cervelli report, Frank Cervelli, who's pretty well connected, oh, yeah. reported that Dubis went over Shanahan's head and asked Maple Leaf sports executives to streamline the process which to me sounds like get rid of this position put me in give me more power and shanahan caught wind of that and was like all right kid bye how much of Fuck it was self-sabotage though mm. part of me yeah, yeah they're no, oh that's, that's a good that point they're never gonna they're never gonna say yes no. they're never gonna say yes i want out of here yeah <laughs> do you know the funniest thing about this is that we were sure we were certain that Keith was gone with them. I don't get it. Keith. Oh, so Shanahan has said this came from his mouth that it's the final call of the GM, Brad Treveling, by the way, 
is the new GM of the Maple Leafs, <laughs> the guy who presided over one of the most underachieving cores in the NHL over the last decade mm. in Calgary. So it genuinely could be worse, which is really hilarious. If you're going to keep going back to the old boys club, it genuinely could be yeah. worse. But NHL executive hiring practices is an Ouroboros choking on itself. That's all it is. But he said that it's the GM's call, but the Maple Leafs prefer to keep Sheldon Keefe. Prefer it. So what that means to me is that Troubling is going to come in there and he's going to keep Keefe because the guy above me wants to keep him. Good job. Well, Good remember, remember we job. talked about this last year or maybe it was even the season before that sometimes you make a decision as, as a general manager or as a team president or whatever that will allow you one more time, like mm -hmm. that buy you an extra time. Like if he fires Keith now and hires his own guy and it blows up, that's an mm -hmm. extra year off of him. Whereas right. if he runs this year, it falls apart again. Then you have a different fall guy. That's not you. It's self-preservation. That's all this shit is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But Keith is a terrible coach. Yeah. It's not good. And this is the time to do it. They have so much restructuring of their team that they need to do mm -hmm. so much. And they don't have a ton of cap space to do it. I am really confused. Is one of the core four leaving? I mean, you'd think they kind of have to. And it has to be one of the, you know, eight-digit contracts that have to leave. Oh, my God. Well, the they only have... one they might be able to move is fucking Nylander. Hold on. On their NHL, like, obviously, they have a bunch of NHL guys as well, but they've got seven forwards listed on cap friendly. And four of them are making $40 million. Yes, correct. Mm -hmm. So, and the defense, Morgan Riley still has that 7.5 for another five fucking years. Holy six years. Sorry. And he is years. not a number one defenseman. Seven years? Oh no, seven years. I think, it, I think, I think it's I think it's uh, six years. I think he signed it. Is it six years? No, it's it goes to twenty twenty nine twenty thirty. Oh, good job, <laughs> good job. And he wasn't great. He get those points though. Uh, they've got pretty, most he of was the pretty, pretty good in the Leafs in the in the Lightning series. That's but, fair. Yeah, they don't have an answer for their their net, and they have like ten million in cap space. And they have to fill out their entire bottom six. Let's hope the Marley's got something. Right? <laughs> I, I just they're not in the same position that the Bruins are in exactly, but it's similar. Yeah, they're it's, just it's a lot younger. They're perpendicular to each other, man. They're they're a lot younger than we are with their star players, but they, well, I don't know where the money's gonna come from to fill in all these all these positions. One of the core four's gotta get traded. Yep. I mean it's really that simple. Which is where the Marner for Aho comes in. Which is still Again, if I am the Canes, I would never. Aho on a great deal, the most important position on the ice, mm -hmm. future team captain. If that he's not their captain, yeah, that's <laughs> I'm not trading him one for one for Barter. Ah, mm -hmm. uh, good stuff. Yeah. And they're gonna they're gonna keep Keith, who is just pissing off every young guy on the that he roster. can't motivate the core four. To do shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, it's crazy to me. It's just he's, crazy. He's if Cassidy loses his job two years ago or a year ago, or however you want to look at it. If Cassidy loses his job, how does this guy still have a job? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's an excellent point. 
Ian, I like uh, your shirt. Thanks. It's a Yotes shirt. It yep. got Keller on the back of it. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Oh, nice. I've had this for like five years, too. Nice. nice. <laughs> the Reebok ones always fit better, and they lasted mm-hmm. longer. I'm not a big yeah. fan of the Fanatics tees. And uh, one of my shirts, like one of them, I have an Adidas one, and it's uh, a McAvoy, and the number is completely blown apart on the back. Nice. That logo looks great. The McAvoy on the back is destroyed. It makes zero sense. But that was a uh, blown segue <laughs> to the Coyotes being in the news again. <sighs> do what? What? Do, what do we? What can we even say about this franchise? They gave us so much to talk about. Put it. Put, put it in the ocean. <laughs> Just the whole thing. Put it in the ocean. Have them. Have Hawaii. Them- <laughs> travel would be awful dude how sick would an alaskan team be though alaska 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 that travels just as bad dude i know but how cool would that be you wouldn't be able to fill a fucking arena but the alaska malamutes let's go that would be sick so apparently the uh there are have been some uh complaints about how the coyotes do business with their players no way i don't believe it (laughs) so They've gone to the Players Association, um, unnamed players, obviously, because they're not going to attach their name to it, about somebody's substandard... Dad somebody's name to it. Yeah. <laughs> I knew someone was going to bring him up. <laughs> Daddy's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> For uh, substandard travel, mm-hmm. substandard logistics, mm-hmm. and lodging issues that were in violation of the collective bargaining agreement. Ooh, that's a naughty one. <laughs> so, um... <sighs> A, it's more more credence to we got to keep the yotes in Arizona. Let's spend ten times less of the than, than the <laughs> contingent that's trying to get us out of Arizona because we can't bear to uh, uh, fool and his money are not parted. I suppose. What are we doing? Like every week, something comes out about this team being an affront to the to its own existence why why and then you have clayton keller's dad who goes on a twitter tirade i think we talked about this last week but i'll mention it again he goes on a twitter tirade saying that no players are, are we're gonna stand with clayton and i and nobody's gonna play for the coyotes and then a day later he comes out and says he was hacked yeah all right sure, sure. okay that's typically what hackers do is they go in and say they they say very specific and reasonable things reasonable things (laughs) let me ask you something when is the last time a free agent of substance chose to sign with the coyotes of substance someone who wasn't just trying to stay in the nhl or trying to rebuild their worth somebody who genuinely was a good player and had options and they chose the coyotes there was one name that came to mind but i remembered but then i remembered why he signed in arizona it was because he tore his he tore his knee and he signed in arizona he scored 35 goals it was radim verbata that's the only name i can come up with dead dead ass yeah i'm looking through this list right now and i can't find one (laughs) did don sign there as a free agent like did uh, he, no, Don was grandfathered re-signed. in by Winnipeg. I, I get that, but yeah. did he? Didn't he sign like resign as an RFA or something like that? 
Didn't he? Yes, there, there have been plenty of RFAs, like young guys who have re-signed with them. Okay. Um, You're just talking about like going out and like landing the big fish on the market. Like someone guy. who was somewhere else in the NHL and went, oh yeah, let's go over to the Coyotes. Go over to Arizona. Did, did Kessel sign? Kessel got, got traded. traded. Kessel got traded there, yep. Yeah. Uh, so the answer is nobody. Like nobody, nobody in the last few years, at least. And, and the one name I thought of is because he was on the outs and tried to get his career back on track. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. And when you look at stuff like this, we can talk about a shit on ice product as much as you want. But when you talk about real human beings who have a choice of where to work and these are the complaints coming out, shitty travel when you travel that much is a huge fucking deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bad lodgings. Like you're you're you've created a environment where nobody wants to go there your team will never be competitive for long because you're not putting together a place that people want to be and remember remember ian the beginning of this season they were on the road for all of it mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> you get like, like major, major league the movie vibes yes yeah. oh oh my yeah. god <laughs> yeah one of the one of the greatest baseball movies ever hmm. it's just it's we forget that like these are these guys are regular people who have options yep. and they have to go work for an organization that's like i gotta wait i gotta pay for my drinks out of the vending machine this is a multi-million dollar sports team and like <laughs> i have to pay for my water <laughs> like i mean that's not good yeah that's fucked up uh you gotta pamper these guys a little bit to make them want to be with you I mean, we've heard complaints about the Bruins at times, about how they're, they're just harsher environment. And there's agents that are like, I don't want my players to sign with Boston. Yeah. Yep. The deals are tight. They're, they, the Obviously, Sweeney plays a hard game for negotiations. Like, agents don't love us. That's fine. Some GMs don't love us. Hi, hi Yarmo. That's fine because we've built, we have built a culture. We have an environment that's still like competitive. And obviously we've poured money into the actual team as much as we want to complain about ownership. Mm -hmm. Right. This cheap ass shit, man. Like it gets you in other areas than just hitting the cap floor. Mm -hmm. It charges interest. Yeah. Being cheap, being a cheapskate charges interest and you end up spending more money than you would have otherwise. Which, again, just makes you wonder why they're pushing for this location so badly. Mm. Or this ownership, too. Yeah, or this, that's probably the bigger yeah. question, isn't it? Yeah, mm -hmm. somebody, no. else, somebody else could take over this team and struggle to find an arena, and it would be better off. What did you I say think, last... I think the whole thing needs to just kind of pull the plug. What, yeah. did you, what did you say last episode, Ian? Why aren't 31 other owners... Screaming. Screaming, screaming standing on the table yeah i, I don't get it yeah. because the arizona all arizona is doing is the same thing that like the worst baseball teams do is they're just collecting the checks. oakland a's they're the yeah. oakland a's right now yeah. yeah they're just collecting checks from the rest of the teams that's all they're doing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but if i'm one of those other gms or one of those other owners i'm sitting there going fuck you huh. like what is this yeah you're worth Arizona, what, a couple free wins a year? Great. That doesn't do shit for me. The Arizona Coyotes are a case study and why revenue sharing is a terrible idea. <laughs> it's, it's not a terrible idea, but this is why it this is how it can this is how it can be taken advantage of. Yes, correct. Yes. It's yeah. a great idea for teams like Winnipeg that like 
they have a fan base. They they try. They put some effort into it. The location's not great, but it's good for them, and they deserve that. Right. Yep. The Coyotes' ownership can suck a dick. They're just awful. Right. Or suck a cactus. Suck a cactus. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's like a barrel of cactuses. Mm-hmm. Barrel of cactuses. Or a barrel of dicks. Either way. Oh, by the way, happy Pride Month, guys. Yep. I said, <laughs> I said dick, and I was like, that's not fair. That's not a phrase I should use. And then I remember it's Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Uh, everybody your seat, your seat. Might be your best and worst segue all at once. Yeah, that was really good and bad by me at <laughs> the same time. Fantastic. Good job by me. Yeah. You are hey, seen, you are loved. Suck a barrel of cactuses. There's, there were some people in the Discord earlier showing love using some language where I was like, all right, not great, but the message is there. All right, we <laughs> do our best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, happy Pride Month. Happy you know. Pride Month. Do you want to uh, do a little victory lap for your son? do <laughs> i do floor is yours proud papa latvia wins the bronze for the first time right it's first their first medal one. ever first medal ever sure it's a, it's the lowest medal but we take those and it's all thanks to lock mills all him no one else no one else did shit no one else i'm, I'm lying obviously he casper's was... dog events had an amazing series <laughs> <laughs> he was phenomenal though he, he started was, as a 13 ford yeah and he worked his way in and then he was irreplaceable in the lineup mm-hmm. and he did all of the stuff we talked about when we when we drafted him is he controlled time and space he's a crazy esque player who kind of surprised me a little bit with his ability he kept getting in front of the net that dude was mm-hmm. getting bodied but he just kept going back and he scored a couple of goals that way. Big ones too. I just super impressed by him. We should all be really excited about his, his growth. I think uh, Andrew, you put it really well on Twitter the other day. He's still like three years away, (laughs) obviously, but he's at UMass Amherst next year, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So, which incidentally, we got to go, right? We got to go. We got to go. That's my boy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I might get a Jersey tomorrow for him <laughs> nice. just pumped to see him on such a big stage make such a huge difference be a huge reason that they even meddled that they even got to the medal game mm-hmm. it, what an upset over sweden too that was huge so, so much to love about that whole that whole tournament mm-hmm. not for the u.s but you know who cares? do you want to know how big it was over in latvia how big they declared monday a holiday that's they should. <laughs> that is they, pretty sick. They declared Monday a holiday and had and had a had a bronze medal ceremony in the in like the the capital city square of I think it was Riga. I think it's Riga. And I there was like twenty thousand people there. That's incredible. Yeah. Good for them. Good for Luck Mills. Uh I'm sure I said that wrong again and Tia's gonna be pissed at me. Mm-hmm. Uh I just I'm pumped for him. And I said it before that I'm just I'm kind of sad that his name's all over the place now because I was like this was like my my little corner prospect he's this somebody is, that followed so fever this is your indie band that got huge yeah and now I'm like all right guys now everyone knows their name and it's less cool now yep he's tame Impala now yeah 
I wouldn't. I'm not going to expect him to go to the NCAA and just light it up. He's going to spend a couple of years there. He's not going to just spend one year and then they're like, "All right, you're going off to the AHL." Like that's not the way it's going to work. But yeah, I'm really he, pumped. He showed out in a pro style tournament, guys. Yeah, that's With pro players. That was the second step. We needed a good season from this year. I thought he had a good season and deserved to be higher in the lineup for that national team honestly, mm-hmm. uh, the 13th forward, but Hey, whatever they realize their mistake. And so <laughs> we're two steps into, Hey, if he was going to project to be a high quality NHL player, he needed to do these two things. And he did. Mm-hmm. And now the next step. Yep. Good so start. College. Keep it going. Yep. Exactly. Any more prospect news? Yes, actually. Uh, Matthias Mantikivi. Sixth round pick, 2019. Uh, his rights expired at 5 p.m. Uh, yesterday, when everyone's hearing this. And the national media is taking a weird stance on it. Ian, who was it that said, I have no idea who this player is. I have, I have, no, I have no idea what this player's projection is, but we should sign him. Yeah, I think it's closer to his exact words were, I can't tell you if he's any good or not. But I think, and then he went on to just basically say the Bruins should have signed him. If you don't know about the player, can we not get our feelings hurt if we don't (laughs) sign them? We have plenty of contract spaces. We could have grabbed him if we wanted to. We didn't for a reason. And likely that reason is he was not going to fit into the AHL squad yet. It didn't make sense. And why force the issue? You don't. Jamie Langenbrunner said that. He said last year during the prospect camp that like we don't know where he, where he's going to fit, but we're going to monitor him. Yeah. And he had kind of he it looked like he had plateaued mm-hmm. in his season this year. He improved his defensive game a lot from what I've from a lot of what I've read and saw, and showed out in the playoffs twelve points in twelve games, which good, good, good job, very yeah. good job. But obviously there's something there that either they don't like or they don't see or i don't know but whatever the reason is if you can't tell us about the player don't get your feelings hurt if they can't sign, if they don't sign him he also look he does not project to the nhl very well and one very of the biggest small, reasons very is very small guys like 150 pounds and his off puck play is one of the most aggravating things i've ever seen on ice <laughs> Like I just, I've gone back. I like went back after this news broke and I tried to watch a few videos on him and these are highlights and you can see him dragging behind the play until he sees an opening and then he shoots forward and you're like, okay, so hold on. You're not, you don't want to get involved unless there's some sort of opportunity for you. And even defensively improved is not good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like there's a difference. Remember we said that about Merkulov. Yep. Just because defensive game has improved a lot. It's still not great. (laughs) His off puck stuff. I am not just not a fan of. And uh, if you saw that, what are the scouts seeing that's combing over all of this video? Right. Right. Like I'm just some dude. (laughs) Yeah. What'd you say, Thomas? Uh, I said, you said combing over, right? Yes. Okay. Because those are two. I I thought I heard something different, and I was like, that's. No, that was the last segment we just did. That's what he did. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Kiwi has a great fucking name for that alone. He'll Mm -hmm. probably get a contract somewhere in a chance. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Because that's a fucking great hockey name. But Mm -hmm. uh, Ian, I agree with you, man. Like, if if you don't know enough about the player, don't put it out there that we should have resigned anybody. Yeah, like why have an opinion about something that you don't know about? Just let that one go. 
with, it's like with, it, it's a valuation it's it's again it's like it's a misvaluation of prospects yeah. like or or no evaluation of or no evaluation <laughs> whatsoever yeah. the problem is people are going to read these articles from one guy who's like i don't really know a lot about him but i feel like the bruins should be taking advantage of every prospect they have in the, yeah. the system oh what does that do you just load up on contracts that you don't have any plan for yeah yeah exactly that doesn't make any sense. Like, like you, like you, like you need, like you need to take, you need to take blind shots in the dark at anything you can. Yeah, that's not how that works, though. That's how baseball works. Exactly. You could do that <laughs> in baseball because the baseball draft has how many rounds does the draft have? Sixty. Uh, it's not that many anymore, but okay. But honestly, like if you have a left-hander who can throw anything over eighty-five miles an hour, he's probably going to get an offer for somebody. You know. <laughs> He has a curveball that kind of curves, and he's a lefty. No, you don't even have to throw a curveball. You just have to have a left, left hand dominant thrower, and they'll see what you can do. Mm-hmm. I think the NHL should go back to having drafts that went as long as a team had someone they wanted to pick. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember that that time where the Blues had no one they wanted to draft, so they didn't <laughs> back in the eighties. Well, well, do you remember the greatest Japanese hockey player that never existed? Tujo Toshimoto! Yeah. <laughs> Fucking legend. He has a hockey DB page. He does. <laughs> That's awesome. He was chosen 100 in... Wait, hold on. 11th round. 183rd overall. Yep. Which, with how many teams were in the 1970s? Yeah, the 11th round. Yeah, it's a 11th round, yep. Uh, <laughs> Absolute legend. Let's go back to that. Yeah, <laughs> fake players. I would love to have a draft one year where it's like it goes as long as you want. Everyone has to do what the Senators did for their uh, God. What well, it was the Senators, I believe, where they had a draft where they forgot or they forgot to charge the laptop and then couldn't find a charger for it, so they had to wing it. Who did they pick that year? Do you remember? I need. Oh I need God, no! I oh. I don't remember. This was was this the one where Tyler Boucher got picked? <laughs> God. This was a long time ago, too. I got to look it up. We should do. I should do videos on like fun, old, stupid shit. <laughs> it's the offseason, baby. Got to get some content. In yeah, got to do something. Uh, let's just have a really dumb draft. It should be this year, actually, and see if the Blackhawks forget to draft fucking Bedard. <laughs> Somebody take their laps to the laptop chargers. Forget yeah. to draft Bedard. And get the GM really drunk. <laughs> Yeah, we Kyle should do Davis a drunk draft. What was his name? Of Fed Tilly, right? Uh, say Fed Tilly. This is a great idea. The three of us should do a drunk draft, like a fantasy draft of the current NHL, and see how many names we fucking forget. Mm-hmm. I love or, this. Idea. Or we get the hacker who uh, who took over Daddy's account. <laughs> let let him fuck up the the uh, Blackhawks draft. Yeah, let them do it. Uh, Let's just Andrew, fuck you up got the Black one Hawks. more person on this list. Owen Peterson. Yep. Uh, I do appreciate that you say uh, big old bodied or 21 year old big bodied winger, 6'3, 200. So he's got me by an inch and I got him by about three pounds. So that makes me feel like a monster. That's You're so funny. Big bodied winger, Thomas. <laughs> he's got me by an inch and then also by like three pounds. I'm yeah. just under yeah. 200. <laughs> <laughs> he's got me by about six inches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not going to say what he has me by weight. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us God about Owen Peterson. So, 197 points in 200 games in the WHL. Played That's for Winnipeg. Okay. That's okay. It's That's pretty good. good. Um, guy who 
projected as kind of a late round flyer in the last draft, but was not drafted. It sounds like Merkulov. Sounds like mm-hmm. Toporowski. Yeah. And big body winger can score, get to the dirty areas. Good shot. Skating, not great, but coachable. Mm-hmm. We're we're also missing the the reason that we're talking about him is he signed with Providence. He signed with the Providence Bruins yes. to your to your contract. Yep. Yeah. Could this be another Topo? Do you care? <laughs> well, what's what's the story with Topo right now? Unsigned. Unsigned, yeah. Technically Unsigned. technically an NHL free agent. Yeah. Uh look, I mean it's fine to get these big body guys that if you see some tremendous improvement over the next year or two, you're like, great. This could be a bottom six ferocious style kind of guy. But with some scoring touch to him. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a contract with Providence. That'll be fun for Providence. I don't mm-hmm. see this amounting to much more than that. A slow, big-bodied winger. Didn't we talk about one earlier in the podcast? <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so basically, what you're saying, Thomas, is that Owen Peterson is the next Milan Lucic. That's right. Yeah. Time Nailed for a it. voicemail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's going on, guys? It's Army Bear here. So. I've been compiling a list of things I want to talk about, but some of them are probably going to give Andrew an aneurysm, so we're going to start slow. I'm already there, bud. If Bergeron doesn't come back, would you guys consider bringing in Sean Monaghan on a cheap deal if he's healthy? I know he's been injured, but I've always loved the guy. He's still young. I think on a cheap deal, he might be able to find himself again. wonder what you guys think on that. I'll uh, talk to you guys later. Bye. I'll say right off the bat, I also like Monaghan, uh, but I can't view it as a replacement of if Bergeron's gone. Yeah, I can't put him into that level of a role. I would take a flyer on him on a cheap contract and see what you can get out of him. But bringing up Bergeron's name there makes me feel awful. You know who doesn't like Monaghan? Monaghan's own fucking body. Mm. Yeah. Sonny, it's unfortunate. It really is. He, it, he, for the now third straight year, when he played with Montreal, he had, he had a pretty good year uh, when, he was out, when he was on the ice. He had like 17 points in 25 games. But once again, a serious long-term injury ended his season. That's the third straight year that's happened. Yeah. The but dude is an old twenty-eight. <laughs> we're we're up against a cap. If you get him for whatever the lowest amount possible would be, I guess seven fifty, and and take a shot on him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're kind of in the same situation as you were with a a Foligno and kind of risking. Okay, this guy may not pay play thirty forty games, mm-hmm. but if he does, we might have have something there. You know, like. I don't know. We're, we're in a position where we're, we may need to take a little bit of uh, risks. We may think, need to rely on found money. Yeah. And I, with Monaghan, I think a realistic scenario is a team does a uh, one or two year prove it deal for yeah. two to 2.5 million. I don't think anyone's, I, I think someone will pay more than league men. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. So would I do a one year, $2 million contract with Monaghan? hundred percent. I absolutely would. Uh, in a retooling year, that feels like a good good idea. 
And if he's injured, so be it. If the team struggles next year, so be it. It's not a big deal to me um, because if Bergeron retires, it is full-on retool. Yep. So, yeah, I think think it's definitely a guy you look at. I think a different team's probably going to pay him more than we could or give him more term than we should. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, he may get – I don't know. I can't – Big acquisition for Arizona. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to put a number on it until we kind of see what a cap situation is going to be in a couple. Did you say big acquisition for Arizona? Yeah, yeah. I would expect a team like the Blackhawks who are like, oh, we can be sort of fun next year. Yeah. We don't have to rely on a super high draft pick. Why not just pay Monahan four million for a year and Mm -hmm. see what we like? There's they've so much cap room. Forty-four million dollars in cap space right now. They could be kind of flippant with with what they do this offseason with one-year contracts. Absolutely, they're selling like crazy for these tickets because of Bedard. Like, yeah, they're not really worried about the money. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I just think there's going to be a team better positioned to give him that prove it deal than yeah. we are. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see it though. Army bear. That's not a, not a bad name to bring up. It's not Great a conversation. It's an intriguing. Yeah. It's not a terrible idea, but it's just, again, you guys mentioned it just that, that injury history really scares me. And, yeah. but you know, found money. Yep. But uh, any other voicemails that we got were uh, from like a week and a half ago and are asking us mostly about like Stanley Cup and if we think that the Stars are going to make a run for it. If, if I was rooting for them so hard, man. Yeah. But, a Stars Cup would have made me so happy. Yeah. So I did get one. Did um, I've been, I opened up uh, the Twitter voice to our international short shift users who... Okay couldn't do Google Voice. I got one from Tia. I tried to play it to test it, and it wouldn't fucking work. (laughs) Uh, It was probably her just calling you a moron and pronouncing words that we can't spell. It was actually, (laughs) I I, I screened, first of all, rude. Second of all. But accurate, yeah. (laughs) Third of all, I played it when she sent it, like two days ago, and it was an interesting question about, like, if you could take one player who used to be on the Bruins and put him back on the Bruins next year, who would you, who would you take? Oh, but, we know the answer to that. It's Lucic, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but it, th- there was a lot more. There was a lot more to the question. And it was actually very thoughtful when she actually did take it seriously. And I really appreciate it for her. But I went to play it before, before we started and it wouldn't fucking work. So fuck me. Can, but, can, I, can I get 2001 Joe Thornton back on the team? <laughs> specific, no, 2000. Let's do let's do 2007 Joe Thornton. The one where he had 92 assists. Yeah, I, I want to get all of his career for most of his career. Like, can we just start over? With <laughs> Throw him in the time machine. Yeah. But Tia, thank you, thank you so much for actually giving it out a shot. But I apologize; it just wasn't working. But anybody who does listen to the show, who doesn't live in North America, who wants to, to give it a shot, slide into my DMs, ask a question. You can be part of the show. Correct. Why was that oddly like threatening? That felt oddly was, threatening to me. It was threatening. There was no mention of lube for the slide. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. But still had a sexual yeah. undertone. Raw dog to it. right in. Raw dog right into his DMs. R- raw dog right into my DMs. Just, yeah. just make it hurt. We need to be canceled. We need to be canceled right now. <laughs> Andrew, do you have any uh, final comments here? 
yes, I do, actually. Um, as of I don't know when, but uh, Chris Noshik of what the What's Brewing podcast has tapped me to be part of a brand new 32 podcast. <laughs> I know, hilarious, was, isn't it? Was it tapped? It tapped you. <laughs> it tapped me, yes. I was touched. There's so much innuendo on this show. It's there is. And it's not, none of it is like even close to being sexual most or, of the time. Or funny. Or funny. Sometimes <laughs> it's not even funny. It's not even funny. But I will be part of a, ho- a cadre of hosts on this new show, as of yet untitled, and it will be set to drop this summer. So keep your ears out for that one. Nice. Nice. Congratulations, buddy boy. Is that going to be on uh, BNG? Yeah, be on BNG, man. Nice. Mm-hmm. Sweet, Ian. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get back to making videos any day now. <laughs> that's that's all I got. That's all he's got. Um, quick Stanley Cup predictions. Go ahead, Andrew. You're terrible at position uh, positions. You want to try that again? <laughs> You're terrible at predictions, so you get to go first. Panthers in six. Ian? I'm going to go Panthers in seven, just because maybe a game seven will make me feel alive. I had Panthers in six, but I'll... No, you know what? Andrew, I'm going to throw you a bone. I'm going to stick with you. Panthers in six. Fuck, we just screwed the Panthers. We just screwed the Panthers. I hope it goes seven, too. But to be honest, if it only goes four, I'll celebrate it. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably just about the same as I celebrate when the NBA season is finally fucking over. Oh my god, the whole, that was painful too. Not having fun up in Boston, are we? No, we're not. Go bees! Go bees! Go bees! Demol City Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Later. Later. Bye.